everyone. My name is Jet Tattersall and welcome again to the Women in Pop podcast. It is great to be with you. As we revealed in our latest podcast, the upcoming issue seven of Women in Pop magazine is almost ready to be unleashed into the world. We have some incredible women featured in this next edition and we cannot wait to share it with you all. Stay tuned on our social media channels to find out what artists will be appearing in issue seven. Just search for Women in Pop on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and get your issue before anybody else. You can subscribe now at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe. Now, our guest today is no stranger to Women in Pop. She's more or less moved in. And we absolutely adore her. She is one of the brightest new talents in the Australian music scene and has been responsible for some of the most stupendous dance floor bangers to grace our ears and feet over the last year or so with My Way, Say It, and my personal favourite, Cleopatra. She has just released her debut EP and she is back on the show to tell us all about it. It is the wonderful Miss Tandy Phoenix. Hello! 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 (laughs) Hello and welcome back to Women in Pop, Miss Tandy. Thank you. How does it feel to have an incredibly beautiful EP just oh, thrown out into this, the universe? This feels so good. I am living for this moment. Um, yeah, um, it's a lot to it's a lot to do with a lot of emotions. I'm like very incredibly excited, and then I'm also a little bit sentimental. I'm like, oh, my little baby, she's she's out there, she's out there. It's finally happened. So yeah, I'm going through all the emotions. Um, it's a beautiful feeling though, and I'm so happy to finally have a body of work out for everyone to. Receive. Is it like any creative project where you, you put it out and then you go, no, I want to play with this more. No, oh, I want to yeah, play with this more. Yeah, you've just got to go, oh, there it is. I know, I do listen back to the song like, oh, I should have done it differently or like we do it differently when I do it live and oh, I should not. Oh, mm, mm. But we could honestly go on and go on and do that. I think once you've, you've put it out, you should just let it rest. That's that's how, how it was in that moment and let's keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> now, I do want to ask you, the EP is called Tandy Phoenix. Yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> Honestly, I I find it difficult naming things. <laughs> I was like, look, here it is. It's me. And it's my first offering, so I think just ha- to have it self-titled was I enough. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And people, and also your name just looks beautiful anyway. Like in bold letters, I'm like, oh, I want to drink Ooh. that, eat that, read that, listen to it. Smell that. You should be a pair of shoes. Like, oh, honey. At one point, add that to your creation. Yeah, why not? Think about why it. Why not? Some kicks. I could have my own line of kicks. Oh, with great. like little wings on the side? Yes. Come on. Um, now, as we discussed yeah. earlier, yeah. before we turned the microphones on, we did speak with you just on the release of Say It, which was very exciting. And now we have this full EP. Can you talk me through the process of creating this gem? Oh, so I had um, an amazing writing trip at the end of last year. I went to London. I went to Sweden. And, yeah, I just collaborated with so many awesome people, um, both there and here. Um, Stuart LeBron, who did the production of Cleopatra, he did all the production on the EP except for Say It. And it was just a, it's a process, I suppose, just, just writing songs, you know, just getting out your emotions and how you're feeling. I suppose it's just a, like a timestamp of, of where I was at, at that time, just feeling, you know, empowered and feeling bold and feeling confident and also wanting other people to, to have those feelings and to put positive messages out there for people to, to respond to and to, to resonate with. You do mention the collaboration. I mean, the album already is just 
full of some gorgeous, gorgeous people on. We've got Rudimental, of course, on my way, Sigma on Say It, and Women in Pop's favourite, Miss KLP yes. on Cleopatra, um, all of whom add their signature flair to your very joyous... It's a weird... For me, it's a weird juxtaposition with you because it's this joyous yet really underground, like heavy drum and bass feel that you put onto your tracks, which is just gorgeous. If someone can imagine that joyful, gritty underground, <laughs> please do. Um, is there anyone else that you're busting a gut to work with? Anyone we could have a word to? For yeah, oh, yeah, put in a word. Oh, there's so many people, honestly, because I love collaboration so much. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and you know, I used to write songs in my room on the guitar and. There's just something so special where you're able to bounce ideas off someone else and have their input and, you know, it becomes, yeah, it becomes a joint experience and so much more fulfilling, I think, um, to create, to just, you know, to have that moment with someone and it's it's that energy and it's fun to be able to bounce off other people. Um, I think sometimes if I'm, like, writing by myself, sometimes I get, like, a little bit too stuck in my head. I'm like, oh, what is it like this? I like this. I just like to be able to, like, throw out ideas and people are like, yeah, cool, uh, mm, yeah. Um, but, yes, I would love to. Let's put in a word with old mate uh, Mark Ronson. I'll just, yeah, we'll just, yeah, just fax him now. Just let him know, uh, um, Calvin House, just let him know. Just a casual. Yeah, just casual, hey, man, you're free <laughs> next week, cool. <laughs> now, working with KLP, um, my goodness, it is such a killer track, that Cleopatra, that intro particularly, that's my favourite. Is it? Sick. Now, KLP was on the show just probably a week before the release of Cleopatra and she was so excited. She couldn't Aww. talk about it but wanted to. It was very exciting <laughs> to watch. What I love about that track, you've got this femme fatale like powerhouse of a floor filler. Let's actually, let, I'm going to stop talking about it and we're just going to play it. Okay. <laughs> Take it in your stride, get it, I got mine. Come on, got an airtight team that I treasure. Mess with them and I'll attack with a vengeance. Mm -hmm, oh. honey. Now, what I love about the lyrics, it's titled Cleopatra, yeah. but it's a track which historically is about a woman, about a figure who everyone always gave so much attention to who she was dating and what she was wearing, which sounds very fucking familiar with the music yeah. industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, we've got a woman who she's sleeping yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Look What's at her she shoes. wearing? Hot. But you brought the girl squad into this whole track, and I absolutely love it. Can you tell us the inspiration for this song? It was so funny. It came to me one night. I think I had a wine, and I was feeling hella sassy. And I just, honestly, this something just came over me, and I had the bump, 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 bump. And I went to the keys, and I started playing that, and then... Honestly, it was something weird. It's like something channeled through me and I just started spitting out these words and I was like, damn, damn. And it just had me feeling so like like untouchable, like nobody can mess with me. If I've got my crew, my squad, you know, my team and the love for myself that I have, no one can mess with me. And just honestly, just psh, 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 bounce. Like seriously, get away from it. So, yeah, for me it was just about having that that power and just that badass attitude like – 
yeah, you can't mess with me. I know what I've got. I know my self-worth. And you can come to me with anything you want, but it's really not going to affect me. Like, just keep it moving. What I think's <laughs> beautiful about that is quite often, and I think possibly particularly in today with the with the movement that we're all we're, we're waking the guys up to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we're all as women waking up to is we're almost doing that forced independence, that forced masculinity, almost like in the 80s when we suddenly went forced shoulder pads to prove a point mm. and we had to be like, no, independent, we're strong, we're on our own. But what you've done with this song is you go, yeah, you've got this independent icon. You go, I'm independent, but I'm independent because I have my team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's beautiful. And what yeah, an excellent you. track to collaborate with KLP, oh, your mate on. I know, she's the best. I had so much fun putting that together with her, like when we got in the studio to finish up, she's just, and she's such a gun. She's such a fire force in the studio. She's just rapid and she's got the best ideas and she's just so fun to work with and such a beautiful person. So yeah, it was such a treat. We got to perform it together actually at Splendour in the Grass. That was so fun. Like, yeah, having her there for that, I was just like, oh, and she's, yeah, she's an absolute gem. Beautiful person. Awesome. Can I ask you your favourite track on the EP? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, don't make me pick a baby. Mm. Silence. Crickets. <laughs> um, that's really hard to do. I can't do that. I can't. I can't do it. Should we shag Mary or push up a cliff? <laughs> like, is, that, is that an easier game for you? Oh my, yeah, literally, I think I'd have to be, like, at knife point to, like, really? Oh, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the, probably the perfect reaction. <laughs> I'm always concerned when people jump straight in with that answer, like, oh, that one. You're like, oh, what? But that's not my favourite. Do, do you mean you don't love the rest? Yeah, so this is good. This is know. like you're pure, you're proud of every single one I am. One of and, like, and also to have it as a body of work, I'm like, as a, I just see it as a whole now. I don't see just like you have to listen to it top to finish. Like you have to. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> now we heard, we swaggered, we seduced, we hit repeat in 2015 with Come Around. Then in 2017, Standing Cl- Too Close was actually my first, oh, Miss Phoenix moment. <laughs> um, there's that opening piano, your heady vocals, and the chorus that just purrs into this up tempo break. I Again, I can't explain it, so we're just going to go and play that now. <laughs> I can hear you thinking, we're already sinking. I can see you when my eyes are closed. You're standing so close. Standing too close. How good. Um, how do you feel your sound has developed over the years? Well, it's funny because with the first track that I put out, Standing Too Close, oh, Come Around, sorry, that was kind of my first departure from I was more in the soul, neo-soul, R&B world. And that was my first experimentation with, you know, stepping into the world of electronics. Um and that's kind of where I think I've found my strides and where it feels most comfortable now for me. Um, yeah, I think I think I've definitely progressed in a way of it's become more more dancey. 
I've added more elements, you know, drum and bass and house. It's funny that because the evolution of my sound is kind of the evolution of me and what my taste of music is at the time. So if I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very much inspired by different things that I'm listening to and, and I like to just experiment and try it on, on my sound and then it kind of moves in a cohesive way, I suppose. Do you think that's one of the best things about being an artist is that you can experiment and dabble and you have room to because you've got an audience? 100%. I mean, it's hard sometimes because people are like, no, but I thought you were like this. You know, people always want to try to put you in a box and think they know what you are. But I'm learning. I'm You're constantly learning and evolving as a person. So I think that's the best thing. Like I never want to just be stagnant and just do one thing. I want to always keep trying different things. And, and if it excites me, that's what I'm going to go for. If it excites you, that's what you should go for. And also, you should just say to those people, you know what, just wait for the greatest hits tour. <laughs> we well, bring them back. <laughs> bring them back. Look at the Spice Girls, what they did. Amazing. <laughs> Can I ask you, how does it feel to become so successful in the pop music scene? Look, it's something all kids dream of at some point. You are probably living one of the big ones of the collective <laughs> human consciousness. What excites you most about that? Just honestly, just being able to do what I love. That's it, 100%. Like, I think, yeah, it's 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 a funny world. Like, sometimes when I step away from it, you know, I've got a lot of mates that aren't in, aren't in the creative world. And um, when you step back and, and have a look, because when you're doing it day to day, you're just like, yeah, this is my life. This is what I do. This is what I love. But when you step back and you go, oh, crap, like, I'm actually doing what feels so good on the inside and I can make it a job, which is like, such a such a gift and I know that is especially you know there's so many things in life that we are required to do to survive but um yeah to be able to make your passion your job is just nuts so yeah I'm just happy to do what I love and if it wasn't music what would it be that's a tricky one (laughs) I was um when I was in high school I was always like oh I got obsessed with cooking and making food and food photography more so like yeah, I think I'd be like a food photographer. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Tandy Phoenix, food photographer. <gasps> yeah, I know. That's honestly because I couldn't, yeah. You could be working for Women's Weekly right Hello. now. Can you what imagine? am I doing? <laughs> Get out of this. See ya. Get out of this studio. <laughs> Do you have a secret? Like you've obviously got your music Instagram account. Do you have a secret one where you not, post pictures oh, of food? Not of food. And no, I've just started this other real silly one where I just post just gross selfies of myself yeah I can pull some facials yeah shout out go follow Sandy Kleenex (laughs) amazing checking it out now okay now you did just speak about you're able to push those boundaries and experiment with things that inspire you and you've grown with your music what are the realms you're looking to forward to dabbling in in future Mm. future tracks Mm. good question um, I suppose it depends. It depends when you're in the studio and what happens, what crazy sounds you pull up and you never know what's going to happen. Um, I think I'm just going to keep going. Just keep, I'm listening to a lot of, a lot of house music at the mo. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I can't tell you really. Would you ever play with possibly, I don't know, like a country sound or oh. get into some, some rock elements into there, some heavy rock? <laughs> it just blinked really hard. I was like, lots of like heavy guitars, like death metal stuff. Not I death could... metal. No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying the realms. I'm like, no death metal, and no <clears throat> crazy, crazy 
gutter wrap. Gutter wrap and death metal are off. I can't see you in going between. in there too much. Somewhere Look in, in bet- between. Anything could happen. Anything Somewhere could happen. Somewhere in between gutter wrap and death metal, you'll find Tandy Phoenix. Yeah. That's beautiful. I'd actually watch that film. Now, I want to talk to you about commercial radio, in particularly in Australia. Mm. Now, um, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on where you sit, there's only a handful, not even a handful, there's only a few stations, public stations, that are actually playing new Australian artists, mm-hmm. which is amazing that they do. But other than that, there's n- there's nowhere to be heard. Yep. There's nowhere to be heard. Yep. That plus the venues closing down, the lockout laws. I mean, where does someone find their audience now? I think it is, It's yeah, it is really unfortunate that... More more commercial radio stations don't play more Australian music because it's not as if we don't have incredible stuff coming out of Australia. I think they just kind of go for the easy route of, oh, people know this and love it. And we don't need to look to overseas for that. We need to start building, building the love and respect for um, Australian artists because they're here and just need to have that platform. So people need to take more chances. The radio stations need to take more chances and put the unknown out there because people might end up loving it, you know, and you never know who's going to break through. Um, but nowadays, I suppose people just find find new music on online. I mean, I'm forever just on Spotify and going to a radio and finding so many different artists. Um, yeah, nowadays... People head head online, Instagram even, like it's crazy where you can find new artists. But I think it is very important that we start local um, and promote the people that we have, the artists that we have from here because they're amazing. Do you think that's, okay, in a way there's a hindrance, but do you think there's also an element of that that's actually great? Because, for instance, you get people like Japanese Wallpaper who he's – you know, he was 15, I think, mm. um, when he first unleashed out onto Triple J. And he's playing around in his bedroom. And years ago, when I was at school, <laughs> um, you would need a studio for that. You would need money, you need a studio, you'd need parents that would like to do it. Like it was, totally. such a, it was such a different path. Whereas now, because of technology, kids can create an experiment. And even if they've just got a guitar or a piano, they can record themselves, they can upload it. Like there, there's a world out there where people are kind of, in a way reaching their own audience without even having a physical stage. 100%. But at the same time, it's going from there to the deal or... Yeah, there's so many variables and definitely like the whole way that the music industry is now versus how it was maybe 20, 30 years ago. Um, Yeah, everything is online and people don't need to necessarily sign a deal to become superstars, megastars, you know what I mean? Because they can just write the music in their bedroom, upload it, and then all of a sudden, bam, they've got they've gone viral. Um, so there's yeah, there's so many different different ways to go about it, and um, yeah, just just do it. Just keep <laughs> just on, do it. Just keep on doing it, kids. Yeah, honestly, like there are yeah, there's like Triple J on Earth. You can put music up through there. You could just put something on you can because you can you can really do it all yourself I think it's it's an exciting time because people do have the power themselves to just put themselves out there um you never know it's always yeah you never know what's going to happen and I sometimes think oh what if I do this oh what if I do it that way but there's no there's no definite path I think you kind of have to figure it out along the way and you have your lows and you'll have your highs but yeah every everyone's path is different and there are so many ways to do it now so it's kind of an exciting time. Well, you were definitely on a high with the release of the EP. Yeah. Um, 
First of all, we get to dance to it. We get to dance to you. <laughs> what is next? What is up next? What does the next six months look like for Miss Tandy Phoenix? So I've got a lot of shows coming up towards yes. the end of the year. Yes, catch me at some festivals, baby. Um, I've got festivals. Um, I'll be heading overseas next year for another riding trip. How exciting! Yeah, to hear so just, you. So just. More shows, more writing, more music. Let's just keep it rolling. I just constantly writing yeah. and record. Oh, that's so great. And for those of us who might not get to a festival, yeah. will you be having some, <laughs> some shows that we can go to and go home Yeah, to? you know, because I, I did my first headline tour. It's all, it's like, this is the, this is my first, my year of firsts. Um, so I did my first headline tour, which was great. So much fun. And I definitely want to do another one. So yeah, definitely. More of those. We'll be doing more of those we for sure. We call you at the Lansdowne. <laughs> we want some more of those. Yes. Tandy, congratulations again on such a beautiful EP. Again, that's Tandy Phoenix, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Seriously, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with us again. It is always a pleasure. Tandy's debut EP, Tandy Phoenix, is now on all platforms and it is incredibly good. I highly recommend you get out there and download it and stream it as much as you can because this is, of course, where we hear Australian music. And for more Women in Pop, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search Women in Pop. Issue 7 of the magazine is coming very soon. To get your copy before everybody else, go to womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe. We will be back with another episode of the podcast very soon. It has been an absolute pleasure bringing this to you. Until next time, from myself and the gorgeous Tandy Phoenix, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh-huh.